So, today is Thursday, September 27th. Grant, what are you up to today? Around what time is it? Uh, let's say mid-morning. Mid-morning? I am... Hmm. Because if it was like early morning, I would be cooking breakfast. But if it's mid-morning, I will be enjoying digesting breakfast with Amalia. I'm just... I'm just uh, it's, okay. I mean, like, fuck it. If it's a big breakfast, then yeah. Listen, this is the first... This is the first time in, like, three, four-ish years that I've seen her. I'm going to be spending a lot of time with her. No, I no, I get it. You're like... Enjoy digesting breakfast, fellow humans. You had a big fucking <laughs> breakfast, and now you two are splayed out on the couch together, just, like, fucking binge-watching the new shows that came out and since she was incarcerated. I get exactly. it. Yeah, see? It gets it. He just explained it a little smarter than I did. Surprise, surprise. We've been uh, watching I... The Legend of Korra, which is on Nickelodeon right now in no. 2012. <laughs> no, I was I was trying to see if Breaking Bad came out in 2012. That's a show to watch with your girlfriend <laughs> who's just gotten out of prison. Oh yeah, it came out in twenty. It came out in two thousand eight. It is actually Breaking Bad is almost over by twenty twelve, huh? Breaking Bad is the second best show Brian Cranston has been in. What's the first? Malcolm in Malcolm the, middle, in the middle, probably. Okay, I I would put Breaking Bad above Malcolm in the Middle, but that's just me. That's because you're a dork ass loser. <laughs> don't get me wrong, I like Malcolm in the Middle, but I don't think I more than Breaking Bad like Malcolm in the Middle. Canonically, they're having this actual conversation right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Steiner on speakerphone. <laughs> Steiner? Go- no, stop! I'm just saying the show was a triumph. <laughs> Why did you even call me? Get, get you phone. called me! What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? I did not call you. I hang up. Now that silliness is over, now that that silliness is over, hey, uh, Steiner. Let's get to new silliness. Steiner, aside from haranguing Grant about his television opinions, what all are you up to this morning? Uh, I'm trying to make like some stupid inconsequential thing that I could be doing. Uh, honestly, I've, I'm totally blanking right now. Basking in the glow of a proper haranguing. I don't even remember what I called. What would he called me about? <laughs> Hopefully, it wasn't anything important. You called me. I would never call anyone on the telephone, and you know this. <laughs> I wasn't aware our boys were psychic all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, that's the other boys. Well, one of them is a girl, but you know what I mean. Ah. <sighs> important work was I doing? I can't remember now. Um, I don't, let's say we're just fucking around with the forge and seeing, like, okay, like, how does... Explain to me how this works. Can we, like, successfully replicate these fingernails what can cut through anything? Right on. So, Morton basically says that the kind of forge necessary to do that requires some pretty specific materials in order to make, and like a bunch of high-end enchantments. Well, hold on, I thought you said he rebuilt his forge. 
No, he regained his memory. Oh, okay. That's right. Okay, so yeah, we're getting into how do we actually build this forge then. Right, right, right. And then, Roxanne, what are you up to this morning? Roxanne is playing with her kitten. Aww. Aww. Right on. Alright, so, how many months has it been since and Cora got picked up? I'll say two. Oh, that was... I want to say it's like three. I'm bringing up the monster roster was... right now. June Free. 10th was the Displacer Beast. Yeah. And it is presently September 27th. So yeah, it's about three months. Hell yeah, I love it when I'm right about things. In fact, my username is Squares because I write all the time. <laughs> <laughs> How big do cats get in three months? Is there anything like dogs? They can grow quite a bit. Mammals tend to grow very quickly. I mean, hold on. If it's closer to a panther than anything, then. Uh, hmm. Well, if it was a kitten, I want to say it's like large house cat size by now. Well, apparently, a cat reaches full size in about 18 months. So she's still going to be pretty small then. Everybody furiously googling cat life cycles. Average lifespan of a panther living wild. Yeah, now I'm looking at panthers. <laughs> Wait, did we ever establish if uh, Roxanne's life drain thing doesn't does or does not affect the kitty? It does not affect the kitty. It only affects like people, flesh and blood type people. Two panthers living on their own and they have their own territory. So it looks like they reach maturity around two-ish. Huh. This one is 0.25-ish. They can catch medium-sized prey after seven to nine months old. So she's still pretty tiny. Yeah, still, still pretty tiny. Still big. However, despite the fact that she is quite small still, her displacer beast qualities are developing. Her real body is actually ever so slightly more displaced from the body you can see than it was when you first got her. But having had her this whole time, you've just kind of gotten used to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you've got enough eyes, it's really easy to keep an eye on things. And that wasn't really meant as a pun. It was just meant as a really straightforward statement. <laughs> I'm not sure if I believe you, but I'm not willing to press it. <laughs> so, Grant Harrison. Mm-hmm. Rather, Colin. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, you called it. <laughs> you got a phone call from John. And I mean an actual ass phone call. Okay. I pick it up and I go, what's up? Hey, are you still, like, I know you're working with the Ravens, but are you still doing, like, detective shit? Uh, every once in a while, yeah. Cool. Um, I don't exactly have money to hire you, 
but I need help with a case that I've taken on. Okay, I'll just call in a favor later, I guess. Yeah, that'll, that'll work for me. Alright. Uh, where are you at? Uh, I'm in the neighborhood. You want me to just come over? Yeah, sure. Hey, you remember Amalia, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's here now again. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Right on. Alright. And it's a couple minutes later that he is just on your front door. Uh, go answer it. <laughs> and he's comes in and he's got like walking shoes and a backpack on, which is kind of unusual for him. Okay. So he'll come, I, I assume you allow him into your apartment. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he'll say hi to Amalia and she'll say hi back and he'll flop down and he'll say, all right, so I got a string of nine missing persons. That's a lot. <laughs> Of missing person. Yeah, it is a lot, and I I got asked to uh, look into it by a friend of mine, cause one of them is her dad. Oh shit! Okay. And, uh, I've I got a whole bunch of documents, and I don't know clues. He kind of shrugs. I don't, I don't know if there's technical terms for all this kind of stuff. But I've gotten a bunch of information that I feel like should be pointing me at something, but isn't. All right, let me take a look. By that, I mean fucking roll investigative mystery, I guess. Yeah, probably. Six. Shit. Well. Hmm. Right, well, you are also getting the feeling that... You should be seeing something here, but it isn't quite twigging on to you yet. Uh, yeah, there's there should be something here, but I I don't know if I'm looking at it like the exact same way as you or what, but I'm not seeing the connection. Said the man who let, had a literal corkboard evidence mess. It's still there. It just doesn't get updated as often. Really? I'm, I'm surprised it isn't getting updated more often considering how much progress you've been making lately. True. If this were like a TV show, after Grant says, I don't see the connection, the camera would like linger on the shot of Grant standing in front of the fucking board. Uh, it was, it's, it's him sitting on a couch in front of the coffee table looking over it, and he's in focus, and the room behind him isn't. <laughs> and then the focus would change to the back wall where the, cork, <laughs> where the fucking Pepe Silvia board is up there. Yes. <laughs> yes. There we go. Which is the beat where everybody stares at Grant. Including what? the weasel. So the two of you basically stare at this down for a while. And then she looks up at you and says, So, if you're not getting anything, do you know anybody else who might? I mean, I've got friends I can call. And a sister I can call. Alright. Yeah, alright, so I will get the ravens uh, on the... 
Sis, can you come help me figure out this mystery? I will get... Beat this would... video game boss for me. <laughs> <laughs> I will get everybody on the horn in the group chat and being like, Hey, I have a friend who needs a favor, and I'm kind of stumped. Can y'all come over here and help me out a little bit? Wow, how incredibly non-specific. Alright, well, Emery and Magpie are up in the desert today, so you just get them wishing you good luck. Okay. But as for the other two, the player characters... <laughs> uh, just that mental image of Roxanne doing that, um... Do you remember that show, I Dream of Genie? Yes! Nope. Well, Colin will get this, at least. I, I just mentally picture like Roxanne doing the fucking fold your arms thing <laughs> and nodding and just teleporting. It works better if you know what I'm talking about. It does. And I love it. Anyway, Roxanne's going to gonna pop you. over to Grant's apartment. Right on. John, this is Roxanne. She looks a little different now, but it's her. Okay. Shit, Grant, you should have told me there were people over here. I mean, I wouldn't have texted you if it wasn't safe for you to teleport over. Yeah, okay, whatever. So what are we doing? Steiner, I assume you're going to show up at some point? I mean, I'm... No. <laughs> Unless they actually need Steiner, he's still working with Morton. Okay. So... Roxanne, John explains to you the missing person's cases and the, the circumstances behind his getting onto it and lays out all the information on the table before you to evaluate. Hmm. That sounds like a thing that would involve me rolling a die. Yeah, preferably two of them with some kind of bonus for your sharp score. Well, it's not much of a bonus, but... Yeah. At least it's not a penalty. I mean, I have the exact same score as you, so... Uh, I rolled a seven. Alright, so you get one. <laughs> the marginally more competent Harrison sibling is here. <laughs> Only marginally. Only Unless you get a mystery. I guess I'm gonna go with, like, what happened here to see if I can figure out, like, what the pattern is between all of this. Okay. So the pattern here is, is that all nine people live in L.A. and commute to San Bernardino by train, and all of them work super late shifts. And they all went to work and did not return. I thought San Bernardino was a county. It is also a city. Ah. So they all work late, so this is probably something that's happening at night. And it's all local to San Bernardino. It's like I'm, I'm on speakerphone while this is... Because I'm still working with Morton, but I'm listening in. So it's like, so we either have a serial killer or um, some kind of monster. I hope it's not a serial killer. Um, not another already, one. Yeah, we already dealt with one of those. <laughs> Come on, give me something new, jeez. I don't want to fight the same monster twice. We already did that, too. Okay, but, like... 
you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Is there any like link between where they work, or is it all different places? It's all different places, but they're all pretty close to one particular train station. So that seems like the first best place to start looking. Like Roxanne turns to the two of them. You, you're both like wizards or whatever, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, like Grant is firmly in the whatever wizardy stuff. It seems like going down to the train station where that they all use is this, you know, the common point between them. And checking it out might be a good idea. Like I would offer to go, but um. Yeah. Has there been any sort of official investigation into this? They've not even seen no sign of the missing person swimming up, no sightings, anything? They're just gone? Just gone. Vanished into thin air. Is there, like, again, an official investigation going on to this, or is it just... They've been reported, but nothing's been... To my knowledge, at least. I don't have the kind of contacts I guess you people would. That's an excellent... I, I'll check in with, um... I'll check in with Emery real quick. Um, give me a moment. I'm going to physically head over to the safe house. They are up Emery, in the desert today. Yeah. Emery and Magpie are both oh, in the are? desert. Yes. I like to imagine Steiner goes there anyway and then just looks around for a while. I didn't like, know, so oh, yes. Right. Ah, they're at the desert. Shit, I forgot. Ah, well, then I'll just fire off a text. Is, is there any history of anything haunting San Bernardino around the train station? Not around the train station in particular, is the response that you get. Hmm. It's like, there's apparently like nine people have gone missing and has it been like a couple weeks? What? They're going missing about one every other day. In the span of a couple of weeks, it's one of um, Grant's wizard friends brought it to his attention. I guess we're going to investigate that. Have fun in the desert. We always do. Okay. Imagine they took Amalia with them too, just for funsies. Just have a third person round that out. Not Amalia. Uh, no. Fucking, what's her name? Alyssa. Uh, Alyssa. Hey, too many A names. <laughs> people a. I'm going to be fair. To be fair, Amalia wasn't cat. Damn it, Colin. Ashley, Colin. Alyssa, Amalia, and Cora. Uh, okay, Alan, but if you Alana, confuse somebody Alana. with the cat. Eh, just, it's an A name. Fuck off. I gotta check the other SoCal groups now to make sure. Abe. <laughs> Archer. Odds. Uh, Alex. Ash. All right, everybody. Alita. A giant monster in impenetrable sleep, the anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, all of you. <laughs> no. Speaking of hate words, anyways, what do players? I guess we should head over there and take a look. 
Thank you for being inside of my brain. It's very spacious. <laughs> Same brain cell. I mean, I can stay here, keep looking over these, and see if I find anything else. Yeah, I'll tell Morton and Gregory that I'm heading out and head over in my science car. <laughs> the science won't be all. I will tell Amalia that I love her and give her a kiss on the way out as I start going to San Bernardino. So, so, a couple things. First of all, John actually says he's going to go home because if you all are going to go to a place that might actually be dangerous, he wants to, like, be prepared, so he needs to get some things. Oh, look at this chump not being prepared from the get-go. Does he have his own ride? I imagine he does. Or did he walk all the way over there? I mean, he lives in L.A., so I would imagine that he doesn't have to go very far. He doesn't have to go very far. Also, the trains exist. So he is going to take the Metro Link to San Bernardino and just catch up with you guys. Cool. So... Steiner, you can swing around, pick Grant up, and start booking oh, yeah, it down right. the freeway. I, or I could, like, go with him through his teleportation things. He doesn't even need to swing around and pick me up. Eh, that's true. So, while the menfolk are driving out to the particular train station, Roxanne, you are staying at Grant's place, looking over the stuff that John has gathered up there is a knock at Grant's front door I look through the peephole it's casual oh okay yeah, I just I just casually let him ah. into someone else's apartment sure why not I'm pretty sure he's been in here before he has I let him in again Amalia, a literal angel, a little angel, Amalia. <laughs> hey, kid. What's, uh, what's going on? How you been? Uh, you know, can't touch people. Same as usual. Didn't help somebody break out of prison, but, you know, it all went well. All right. My I don't help people break out of prison shirt is just... Raising more questions that are already answered <laughs> by I don't help people break out of prison. So I guess you got something for me today, then. I do got something for you today. I, uh, I need you to get me a couple of hot rocks. Hot rocks? Hot rocks. Again, it'll make sense when you get there. Uh, yeah, I suppose that makes sense. It seems really rude not to introduce your friends to your guests. <laughs> is actually, yeah, is Amalia there, like, <laughs> like commenting at all on the fact that I just let somebody in the house and I'm talking to them? Uh, she's an elf. She's a couple hundred years old. She maybe doesn't react to things the same way as the rest of y'all. 
you know, fair enough. And so you letting in someone who is radiating some really bizarre magical energy and just having a really chill conversation and also apparently getting some sort of mission. It's just like, okay, this is happening today. This is oh, happening. It's fine. You I'm son not... of a bitch. I just realized. Hmm. Uh huh. I just fucking <sighs> Roxanne is literally a lost angel. That's Go definitely on. a joke that you get that I don't. Los Angeles. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was never intentional at any point. <laughs> We were like 60 episodes in. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. God damn you. Even if you didn't do it intentionally, damn you. <laughs> I definitely didn't do it intentionally, but having all this angel activity in the city of angels is... Uh, I don't know how I feel about the fact that I've made this happen. <laughs> <laughs> Pulled one over on yourself. Congrats, you just played yourself. That's, uh, I believe that's known as an ocelot maneuver. You, you bought it. They all bought it. My immediate family bought it. I bought it. Just gonna have to live with this one for now. I tricked myself. I tricked myself, Snake. Anyway, <laughs> um, need to get some hot rocks. You know, I figured the easiest, the best question to ask in a situation like this is. Where did it go? Oh, well, the I guess first thing you're going to be looking for is it went into some sort of weird space in between here and the Deadlands. But in terms of here, it went to the rail yard. That tracks. Okay, yeah. So it's in somewhere that's not that's not here or the Deathlands, but somewhere in between. And that, I guess, the physical location entrance to that would be somewhere in the Deadlands. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's coming and going. Clearly. Uh, got people going up missing every other day. Oh, I really hope they're not dead. They're probably dead. Alright, well, I'll get you what you asked for. And, uh, be safe out there, all right? Always am. That's not true. I'll do my best. I know it's not true. I wish it would be. Well, you know, maybe once this is all over, I can go on vacation. Yeah. I would like it if you could do that. Anyways, I'll, uh, I'll see you around, kid. Yeah. Take care. Say hi to everybody for me. Mm-hmm. He'll turn around and walk out. I immediately text Grant and Steiner to check out the rail yard. Seth, not what you doing, Papetti? We were heading to a train station. The rail yard is something different. Just to the trail yard. I will also text John this information. I mean, you could still go to the train station and see if you can find anything there, but, like... I think it makes more sense to just go directly to where the thing went to. Yeah. 
I wonder why it's this train station that people keep disappearing at, though. Hmm. Well, that that wasn't what the note said. It's they all get off at the same train station. Oh. It's maybe not necessarily that they're all disappearing there. Yeah, okay. Nobody knows where they got got. At least not yet. Nope. So, Grant and Steiner. Mm-hmm. Or rather, I guess Steiner in particular. Although maybe Grant, because Steiner probably has enough sense in his head not to text while driving. Yeah. <laughs> But Steiner, you get a text message, and it's the specific ringtone that you have keyed to Gregory. All right. Uh, do you want me to get that for you? Uh, yes, just read it to me. All right, I will grab it and read it to him. It says, hello, Edwin. I have found another answer to the code. Did you make the answer on this code? All right. <laughs> wow, Gregory, you sound so clear today. <laughs> it's a text message. I don't have to have the voice synth on today. <laughs> <sighs> All right, do you want me to reply? Yes, just um, have him tell us what to do. And also tell him good job. All right, I will text him that exactly. <laughs> I- Asshole. No, no, no. Like, I was, I'll, I'll say, like, good job. Uh, what's it say? You get another five-word phrase back in quotes, and it's the blood of the champion. I know who that is. I'm adding that to Pale Rider Problem. I'm trying to focus on driving, so I can't think too hard on this, but um, anything so does that ring any, mean anything to you, Mr. Hassan? Not really. Hmm. I mean, you're the chosen one, so I don't think that they're talking about you in this particular instance. But I can't think of anybody else who would be the champion. Uh, I'll run it by Roxanne. I'll run it by Roxanne, actually. Yeah, I'll text her from my phone asking saying put my phone back on the charger yep like hey uh we got a new bit of the code uh the blood of the champion ring any bells to you i mean i could take a guess (sighs) well like two immediate thoughts spring to mind it could be steiner could be it could be Hmm. I mean, with all these esoteric terms, it's hard to really guess, but like, maybe it's maybe it could be me even, although it'd be very hard to get blood from me. Mm. Or it could be somebody we haven't, somebody we haven't really tracked down yet. (laughs) So Steiner, me, somebody else. Those are your guesses. What they teach you in Harvard Business School. What they don't teach you in Harvard Business School. These two books <laughs> contain the sum total of all human knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> it's either these two people, or it could be literally anybody. It could be these two people, or it can be these other six billion people. 
something good. I mean, like, I could narrow it down by people. It's a def. It's probably not. It's probably not you. It's probably not Magpie. <laughs> I'm glad that we all just immediately dismissed Grant as not being the blood, the champion that we need blood from. I'm, I'm like, I'm not even offended because I immediately just, just like, nope, that's not Grant. I just, I wouldn't describe Grant as a champion. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> that's champion never even nerds, maybe. Never even made weighties. Alright, so as you are all speculating on that, Grant, your phone starts a ringing, and it's an area code from China. Okay, I'll answer it and say hello in Chinese. Initiate Grant, how are you? Uh, doing pretty well, actually. Doing pretty well these last couple days. Excellent. This is Vulcan Sure. I have something of a job for you. Okay. Although, it is not one that we would normally give to anybody. You met... Lay when you first came here, right? Uh, I, I, I know I probably did, but I don't remember which one that was. Is Lay the obnoxious teen? Lay is the obnoxious teen. Lay is I got it in one. Okay, I go. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I remember him. Yes, well, he has scarcely stopped speaking about you since your initiation. Oh, he's got a crush. And we believe that it would do him some good to see you working properly. So we are sending him to you. Um. Okay. Uh, I'm not exactly in Los Angeles right now. I'm on my way to San Bernardino. Uh, I can give you an address if like you're gonna teleport him over or something i imagine that that might be what's going on we are going to teleport him to you yes furnish us with coordinates as soon as you are able to all right i'll give you uh, i'll give you a gps coordinates as soon as i'm able to very good all right um i guess that i guess that's the result of my seven that is the result of your seven uh, so hopefully he'll be helpful in this entire business because that's as also as a result of my seven. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I'll hang up and I'll look over at Steiner and I'll go, Hey Steiner. What? We're going to have a really, really obnoxious guy who's going to be coming over and observing me work, apparently. This is different from my normal life, how? Because it's not me who's the obnoxious one. Right. Anything we can do to get him to leave, or is this just... Probably not! You know how teens are. Not really. Yeah, that's right, you teach college, not high school. Just so you know, apparently he's like some sort of prodigy of magic, 
and they only brought him into our organization so that way they could keep an eye on him and make sure that he doesn't like use it to you know murder a billion people or something like that so that's that's the kind of person we're dealing with someone who's good and he knows it so rich kid with inflated ego super yup pretty much super and um why is he coming along again remind me it's part of the thing that i'm involved in in china he's he's also a member of this and apparently he wants to watch me work i don't know i'll i'll make him help us so at least i'll make him i'll attempt to make him help us in a way that makes him think that i'm not making him do it who knows he might actually do it on, on his own Okay, but where does he want to watch you work? Probably because he thinks that I don't deserve to be in the organization. Probably because, like, I'm American or something. I don't know. I don't want these little petty squabbles to... If this is some sort of monster to mess, interfere with this, all right? Right. Well, I mean, if it is a monster and if they're, he's as good as they say he is, he's going to come in hella handy fighting it. Do we have to... Does Emery have to make him out to check if he does help us? Is no! Tough? No, we do not. Hmm. I mean, he, he would then... Wouldn't he count as um, a free agent? Isn't that what you did for quite a while? Uh, listen, we'll have to discuss specifics with Emery. Actually, you should let them know that this is happening. This, Yeah, I'll text Emery and Magpie. You'll get Magpie. Alright, and then I, I will let her know about the situation. It's like, so, like, is he technically going to be a free agent? Are we going to have to help? Are we going to have to, like, pay him? If he asks to get paid, we'll pay him. Otherwise... He's just some weird ride-along that happened to, I don't know, throw magic at the problem we were trying to solve. We can't uh, pay every single random passerby. I will give a thumbs-up emoji, and I'll say, if he doesn't ask, we don't have to pay him. Right, so don't mention that. Yeah, don't mention being paid. Uh, how much longer till we're there? Uh, according to the GPS, like, 40 minutes. God. A clock wipe happens. You guys are going to the rail yard, right? Yes. Alright, so... That gives me an opportunity to switch maps. Alright, and, uh, once we get there, I will text the GPS coordinates to my organization and I am not going to be a shit I will give the exact coordinates and not like coordinates of a mile off so the kid has to walk because that would not look good that would not look good that also might cause some problems for the local population yes (laughs) you might have him telefrag into a wall or something (laughs) or he might get really mad and blow up a building yeah so international incident so, the San Bernardino Rail Yard is pretty big. 
there's probably like close to a dozen lines that just terminate here. They are all like big, like hyper long cargo train lines. So there's a couple major shipping routes that come through this little part of the country. And there's an office. Pretty sure it's owned and run by this city. But you can get in there and I guess like ask to use the bathroom and then give that as your coordinate set so you can show up somewhere completely out of everybody's eyes. Right. I'll also like send pictures just so that way they know like there's walls and stuff around, so be careful in case of telefrag. Alright. Telefrag is the technical and, term for it. <laughs> and Chloe, this one's for you. This one's for me. This one's for you because I'm pretty sure you're the only one who knows who this is and will immediately understand the character he's going to be based on my usage of this art. Oh boy. There's about 90 seconds of lag time before there is a rumble and a crack and a splitting of space and out steps Lei Kiao. Oh. It took me a second. <laughs> He's not wearing his usual armor in this one. Yes, because I never finished Unlimited Blade Works. <laughs> but I remember who this is. Yeah. So, he's looks to be about 16, it's about average height. He has dyed his hair blonde, and he's got his ears pierced, and he's wearing, like, black leather pants and a black leather jacket. And as he steps out of the little rift that he took from China and looks around the bathroom, he frowns deeply at you, Grant, and says, in Mandarin, you had me come out in a bathroom. It was the easiest way to get you in a private place where there wouldn't be a lot of people watching. This is absolutely absurd. And he looks over at Steiner and does this sort of like quick head tilt up. Who's this? Uh, this is my friend. His name is Professor Edwin Steiner. I assume you are talking to me. Uh, yeah, I'm introducing you. Uh, I will say in German. <laughs> Hello to you. I am Dr. Edwin Steiner. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. He frowns at the both of you. I, tr I, I shrug and I'm like, I didn't understand where he said, aside from his name. And now Grant, he is just kind of glowering at you. And he says, well, well, come on. Yeah. Get him talking the proper languages. All right. Time to cast speak Chinese on, <laughs> on Steiner. Power word babblefish. Pretty much. That's a five. I was about to say it would be really embarrassing He's... if you fuck this Oof. up. 
<laughs> so, is this a fizzle or is this going to suck? You know what's would be really, really funny? Hmm. If you fuck up this spell and then I just, like, as, and then Steiner just does it anyway. <laughs> you fuck I mean, up the spell and how they speak German instead. I'm gonna just have it fizzle. And I'm gonna be like, hmm. <laughs> Not All feeling right. it today. If it's cool with you, I'm gonna take my level up right now and just up my weird. Yeah, I'll allow that. Okay. Steiner casts Google Translate. Okay. Um, glitch. I mean, let's just do short duration here. Hi. I'm mostly doing this just to show up, Grant. <laughs> just stunt on him in I front mean, of his friend. It's valid. <laughs> a friend is a strong word. Apologies for the delay. Uh, my name is Dr. Edwin Steiner. I am assuming you are the um, other member of Mr. Harrison's organization. Yes, I am Leikow. Hmm. Well, I'm pleased to meet you. I don't remember the edit is... I don't think they... Is shaking hands like a... I don't know if it's a thing, but you can do it anyways. Yeah, sure, I'll offer a hand. Just shake. And see how he reacts. He will look at it with a little bit of disdain, but the boy at least has enough manners in him to shake hands. Remember shaking hands? Those were weird times. <laughs> Don't even get me started on shaking hands. It's like, yes, I'd like to touch your weird hand where I don't. I don't know where the fuck your hand's been. I remember that anime. They did some incredible things with the visuals, but it was actually kind of dog shit. Yeah, I, I, I'm talking like, about I, parasite. I'm talking about handshakers. I've never heard of that. Honestly, if, <laughs> if like after all this, that we we have just like as a culture stopped shaking hands, that'd be nice. It'd be a hell of a thing. All right, so Lay will look between the two of you and ask so what are we doing in this bathroom well we are actually at a train yard and we are investigating a case where nine persons have gone missing and we've in about gotten, uh, 18 days yeah like a little under three weeks and we are trying to figure out what happened to them Specifically, we're investigating whether or not it's a supernatural creature or wizard or what have you doing this. Well, then, any sort of waves at the two of you. Proceed. All right, I'll head on out and. I head back to the car and I get one of my drones and I immediately just fire that up and start a looking. So I am doing an investigative mystery check with my drone. Yep. Do it to it. That's another seven. Hmm. Let's do what happened here as, is there any kind of sign, like anything out of the ordinary? Like any kind no, of sign that there would be a monster around? Seems to be an excessively normal train yard. Then hmm. cursory aerial inspection uh, showing just absolutely nothing out of the ordinary, so... Alright. 
Can you see if you can find any sort of magical disturbances? Alright, so I'll turn on my third eye and... Say the word. Peekaboo. Like, you can... Like, you can... You say it really quickly and, like, under no, your breath so they... I don't, th- I don't think he would understand what the hell no, that no. is. I don't know if peekaboo, like, culturally, is a thing in China. Yeah, so, like, you say, say the thing, and Grant's just, like, 100% without any hint of embarrassment is just saying peekaboo, and... No, no, no but, but I, the DM, wanted you, Colin, the player, to say it. I know. Like, I just... Fine, whatever. Peekaboo. But yeah, I'll start... I guess looking at the surveillance of the drone... Like, I'll look at the uh, the camera surveillance. That's... I'm gonna say that that's not going to do anything. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, just, that's I, not helpful. I didn't, I didn't know if that would, if it would work that way or not. So yeah, let's go outside and start, start doing Hunting. that. So I guess do an investigation, investigator. Investigation, mis- investigate a mystery. Hooray! If I can get to the proper thing where the character sheet is, I will be able to roll that sometime this century. I believe in you. Nine. Steiner wants to try and help me out, then they can bump that you up. You know to what? 10. I'm I'm willing to have Steiner's efforts so far be worth a plus one. Okay, sure. Just just having a question where the answer is no, nothing. Is uh is, maybe not quite as much as I would like to be giving, but it is the correct answer. I mean if you don't find nothing, you don't find nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll call that a ten. So, I would like to go with what is being concealed here. Alright, well, right now everything looks extremely normal. This is just a normal-ass rail yard. Trains come and go very slowly, detach cars, the cars get offloaded with all their shipping containers, and then big old hauling trucks come by to pick them up, so everything right now is super normal. However... Now, this time of day is not when the missing persons would have been here. They all worked hyper late shifts. Hmm, okay. So, uh, if whatever has happened to them happened here, that would have happened sometime probably around midnight. Alright, so yeah, in that case, may I try and use magic to scry around midnight to see if I can see what happened? Uh, sure. Go ahead and throw me the roll. That's a weird roll, and I recently just bumped that up. Thirteen! Finally, uh, you nice. roll good. I finally have a case of the roll goods. It, it happened, folks. You rolled one good. <laughs> so, you observe the tracks, and you basically just, like, rewind it to midnight last night. Train tracks, just fresh, sort of three, four days wand- old. <laughs> you rewind it to last night and just sort of wander around the rail yard looking for anything. And eventually, you find a dude. And he looks out of place, and he seems to be in kind of a daze. What are you seeing, Mr. Hassan? I'm seeing a guy, he's in a daze. I would like to ask my bonus question. What magic was done here? It strikes you as some sort of, like, siren call. 
This guy is thralled in some way. Definitely enthralled some some way. Kind of resembles a siren. And my final question is if he's going towards the source of the thing that enthralled him, I would like to ask what sort of creature is it? Alright, well, you follow him and he is stumbling slowly towards the tracks. And he stops at them and just seems to wait for a while. And then your scrying also extends to your other senses. So you hear it before you see it. The whistle of a train. Oh, train yard. And you watch as slowly up to this guy along the track, a massive dark train pulls up in front of him and he stumbles onto one of the cars and then the train starts up again and vanishes. All right. Okay, Steiner. Steiner, Steiner. You ever play Final Fantasy VI? I think once, yes. We're fighting the train. The ghost train. All right. Yeah, the ghost train. I don't know what I expected in a train yard, but I somehow didn't see haunted train coming. Yeah, honestly, that's a weird one, even for us. Uh, right. Uh, this thing shows up about midnight, so... Yeah. I guess we have time to kill? That we do. Speaking of time, it's around this time, Grant, that you got a call from John asking... Where are you at? Uh, I did text him that we were going to be at the tr- uh, train yard, but I will text him more specifically where we are now. Like di- like directions from like the entrance or whatever. Well, I mean, we're probably going to stay at the train yard. We might oh, yeah. go as well go get dinner or something. Yeah, might as well go get-, get a hotel room or something so Roxanne can pop in. I don't yeah. know. And I'm going gonna- to turn to Lay. So, um... Do you actually speak anything other than traditional Mandarin, or is it just that? Why on earth would I ever speak anything else? Well, I mean, you just did, but uh, all right. You are hearing him speak in English. He's speaking in Mandarin. Oh, that spell's still working? Yes. Huh. All right. So that's a no, then? That's a no. Wonderful. Ah. So, Grant, you basically tell John, sit tight, we're heading back to the parking lot right now. We're going to have to wait until midnight. And once you get there, you see him, and he has, in fact, changed clothes. God, anime voice central here. He's, uh, he's normally dresses pretty casual, just like jeans and a t-shirt, but he is kind of like almost formally dressed. He's got like black slacks and a white button-up shirt and a nice belt and a nice tie and a black long coat. And of note, Grant, you notice he's got rings on every single finger. You're trying too hard, dude. 
Is that a leather overcoat in LA in the summer? Really? It's enchanted. It doesn't get hot. That's fair. Also, Grant, unlike you, my parents taught me how to dress when I'm on business. Holy shit. <laughs> Damn. Listen, when it's important, I can dress up, but like, you know, there's something to be said about looking like everybody else and blending in. You, see, you say that, but you didn't even dress up for when we graduated. I didn't know we were graduating. He just said, listen. All right, listen, let's not get into this. What, do you, what have you got? Uh, what do you have? You beat me here. I just, I went home to change into the, you know, because if we were going to be maybe getting into a dangerous situation, I wanted the stuff that I had stuffed 50 enchantments into. Well, we're we're fighting the train that you suplex in Final Fantasy VI. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it's got like a siren thing going on. Evil train. People get on it. I'm assuming they never get off. All right. So, when's this thing showing up next? Do we know? Midnight. Okay. I mean, we're making the assumption. But it does seem to be a late at night thing, so... You should probably introduce your associate. Oh, yeah. John, this is Lake Kiao. Lake Kiao, this is John. John holds out his hand and says, I don't know why he got your last name, but decided to skip mine. John Zhang. Nice to meet you. It's because I know you, and I'm not used to having to introduce you fully. John Jacob Jangleheimer Smith. <laughs> <laughs> and Lane looks at John over and for the first time doesn't have a scowl. I grant you hear him mutter something about finally somebody who actually knows how to dress himself. Hey. Steiner's nicely dressed. It's probably not expensive enough in, for his tastes. Yeah. Anyways, in an effort to not have Roxanne sit the entire session out, I'm going to call a clock wipe. Hey, I'm enjoying this. It's 11.30 p.m. You guys are back at the train station. There's no one around. I text Roxanne, it's safe. Oh, and I was just trading embarrassing stories with Amalia about you. So you date my brother. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Truly the most embarrassing story. You know, Roxanne will just teleport there. Lay looks you over and then turns to Grant and says, I see you have a golem under your employ. No, this is actually my sister. Uh, I, I would have 100% warned Roxanne ahead of time. Also, I assume that we have like actually properly cast the spell by now. Yeah. Yeah. Lay mutters to himself about you fucking nightmare Americans. <laughs> Don't you know this is just what American girls look like? All American girls look like this. You may not like it, but this is what peak performance looks like. I was about to do that. Thank you. It's because we drink milk. 
I'm really tempted to be to do what everyone else has done and have Roxanne try and shake his hand. <laughs> but also, I don't know that he's a complete dick yet, so... I would have warned you that he's a complete dick, but I also would warn him, don't touch her. I think he would take that as, like, don't touch my sister, and then you'd be like, I'm gonna fucking... I'm gonna just, like, get all over... Oh, no, oh, no, there goes all my warmth. I'm going to fuck your sister, Grant. <laughs> Asshole wears Just the sound of me popping my knuckles. <laughs> it sounds extra weird because there's stone. Right. So, introductions are made. And. Explanations given? Explanations oh, given so that everybody is on the same page. You all just sort of wait around for half an hour unless someone wants to do something in that time. Uh, I'm thinking over if I want to bring anything. Rope? Yeah. Might be nice to have a rope. Who knows? I've got a backpack with question mark inside it. Question mark being whatever I want to pull out of my ass at any given time this time. Did you literally paint a question mark on it? No. Why not? He's not the Riddler. Yeah. Yeah, I can't come up with anything. Alright. So yeah, uh, Steiner gonna armor up just in case we're caught by surprise. Yeah, I'm right gonna right yep, slip on the, uh, the old mask. So, I would like to have everybody start by giving me a roll plus weird. Okay. I can do that. Cut a nine. I got a nine. It's nine. nine. It's I got an eleven. So, Steiner and Grant, you feel something kind of worm its way into your brain, and you are having to like actively engage it in order to fight it off. Does anyone else feel that? Yeah, I do. It's gross. So, do I just not feel this at all? You feel it like touch you, and then recoil. Does not want Ew, anything to gross. do with you. Ah, oh, it's a girl! You're oh. made of stone! Sorry, my brain has cooties. <laughs> do you have a brain? Or are you just like a solid stone? You can't just ask somebody if they have a brain. <laughs> look, look. Is there like a little carved marble hunk in there? What is happening? It's a there? mouse running on a it's a mouse running on a wheel. No, 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 no. Look, look. Instead of brain. Very stark orb. Like this. Roxanne's skull is hollow, basically. Instead of brain, there is cooties. Mm -hmm. That's the hammer space. That's where it is. <laughs> Instead of brain, there is girl. <laughs> Instead of brain, there is just a bunch of shitty knives. That the shitty knives have not appeared in like actual months in and out of game, but that meme is never going to die. It's bouncing around in there forever. So, of note, Lay and John seem to be fine. However, Grant and Steiner, you are a wee bit distracted when 
the ghost train pulls up to the tracks. You kind of don't notice it until it's like right there on top of you. How the fuck do you get snuck up on by a terrain? Like in both in this game and out of game. Mm. Like that happens like apparently a lot. Yeah, apparently. So what? Are we just going to get on the train then? I mean, I would prefer not to. Usually when people get on the train, they don't get off of it. Well, if you want to figure out where these people went, assuming that they're not all dead. I mean, we could getting on the train might kill us instantly. That's also a thing. Also, we don't have tickets. John speaks up. It might kill us instantly. However, I need to know where these people went. So I don't know about the rest of you, but I'm getting on. Okay. All right. I hope there's a drink caught. And of note, the train has eight cars, and you are standing next to the one at the very back, and a door has slid open, and he is heading for that door. I'm going to also go in the back door. Yeah, let's get on the scary death train, everybody. Look, so from what I know, it's going to take us to some little pocket dimension that's not quite the Deadlands, but somewhere in between. So, who's already to the purgatory? Uh, I thought the Deadlands was oh, purgatory. I don't, it's... I don't even... It's, it's All you had to do was get on the damn train. And so you have. You may all have noticed that I've changed the map. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's quite long. It is, because you're on the train. Yes. So you all are currently standing in a train that is much bigger on the inside than it was on the outside. And it was already pretty big on the outside. And it has toilets and tables and benches and beds in it. And it's kind of a mess and there's crap all over the floor. There seems to be scattered dishes. There's a sink in here that seems to have some dirty dishes in it. And you all feel the train lurch under your feet and start moving. Okay. What well, do you do? I certainly hope I'm not stuck here for all eternity. What's up? I want to see if any of this stuff is like recently used. I guess. Oh, hang like. on. Oh well, you do your thing. Because I just realized I have a very applicable thing for this. I mean, like, presumably stuff will be covered in like dust if it hasn't been used recently. Like, if there's leftover right. food, it'll be moldy if it if it's been like left out for a long time. This is ghost food. Why don't you give me an investigative mystery? I could do that. How many times can you do that? Apparently it's pretty 12. well. I guess since I'm investigating any mystery, I should ask. Uh, what happened here? Alright, well, there does appear to have been people in here recently. Although, not for very long. The little cabinets with beds in them have 
clothes that you would expect of a 2012 middle-aged male office worker, which fits the profiles of all nine disappeared people. Hmm. It's just their clothes, but not the people. Okay. And there are dishes, and the dishes do appear to have had food on them sometime in the recent past. No more than 18 days, which fits your time frame. So presumably the abductees came in here, ate something, either discarded or changed their clothes, and then left. And there is a door on the far side of the room, presumably connecting to the next car. All right, let's go, I guess. Roxanne's got one more question. Uh, okay. Oh, I do. I didn't realize I, I forgot I rolled so well. I'm not used to rolling well on Investigative Mystery. <laughs> this is a new and exciting era. I didn't fuck up. What the hell? I mean, I guess we know what sort of creature is it. It is. It's a train. Can I go with what's being concealed here? Like, is there something that I haven't noticed? I mean, if the answer is there's nothing being concealed here, I'd rather just keep my hold for later. Yeah, I don't. I can't really think of anything that you would be able to learn with increased scrutiny. So just go ahead and hold that hold. Will do. Uh, all right, Steiner is going to flip his goggles down and activate Ghost Vision. All right. Because we're on Ghost Train. Anything unusual? Do, are, are there ghosts in here? There, there are not ghosts, but there is ghost energy. This whole fucking train is some kind of ghost creature. Right. Well, uh, exciting. Big newsflash, everyone. This is definitely some sort of ghost energy train. Oh, shit. Wow, fucked up. I hadn't figured that one out. And here I thought we were going to the Feywilds. Now, this entire place is surrounded by ghost energy. Does this thing have any windows? Nope. Do the doors have windows? Nope. Well, they do, but it points directly into the next car. And there's not a rear door out uh, of the last car? There is a rear door. It does not have a window. Uh, well, if they're here, I don't think they're in. We're going to find them in the last car. So next yeah. car, everybody. Yeah, let's go. All right. I'm just keeping ghost vision on. Yeah. So the ghost bed. <laughs> I'm curious who's leading this charge. I guess Roxanne. Yeah, I'll lead. All right. So, Roxanne, you open up the door to the next car, and it appears to be some sort of stable car. There's, like, hay all over the ground, and very little structures. However, all of that is secondary to the ghost dude just sort of floating in the middle of the room, sweeping the hay. Wow. Do the rest of you see that? Yeah. Yeah, all of you can see him, by the way. He is pretty, like, thin-looking, bordering on emaciated. He's got, like, 
a big old-timey conductor's hat and he's wearing overalls and a kind of baggy long sleeve shirt and he's got some sort of neckerchief around his neck. Also, he's a ghost. Also, he's a ghost. Also, he's wearing some kind of like tiny goggles. Yeah, I don't want to get soot in your eyes. And he is sweeping at the ground. Is this from the Ghostbusters comic? Is this where you got that art? It is, in fact, from Ghostbusters. I thought I recognized that. I googled Ghost Conductor, and that was basically the only thing that I could find that wasn't shitty. (laughs) So, good job, Ghostbusters. You made a not-shitty Ghost Conductor. And as the five of you get into this car, he looks up from his sweeping and regards you all for a moment and says, Tickets, please. I told you. Uh, real quick, Grant pats himself to see if like they got tickets spirited onto their bodies? Nope. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, Grant, do you have any stubs from when riding, from riding the train? Tickets, please. Okay, so there's a thing. Um, back when trains, you know, existed in America, you could buy tickets actually on the train itself. If you had gotten on without a ticket, so long as you could pay. Yeah. The conductor is growing agitated. Can we buy a ticket from you right now? He kind of, like, flinches and jerks in a weird way and asks, no tickets? I mean... Uh, Okay, let me see. Uh, Okay, I'm going to... This. You're going uh, to roll we've left our tickets in our luggage. If we may be allowed to go retrieve them, it'll be just a moment. Alright, so that's a very good roll, however, I didn't ask for it. Yeah. That's fair. You can still ask that, however, he twitches a little more violently and asks again No tickets? Told you they're in our luggage. Can we just go get them? And he vanishes for a moment and then reappears in the car with five tiny robotic clockwork goblins. This is 100% art from WoW. No, specifically Hearthstone. Oh, okay. Okay. It's right. now adjacent. Wait. Oh no. Not Dr. Boom. Not again. <laughs> Wait. Oh god. Okay. I know. Okay. Uh I have a move called engineering. When you need to quickly fix or break a complicated <laughs> gadget. Roll plus sharp. <laughs> Okay, so Steiner gets first initiative. I don't want to go to Normagon. That sucks. Steiner gets first initiative because the conductor points at all of you and 
screams, No tickets! And the little clockwork goblins seem to just sort of materialize these little firecracker bombs and start rushing you guys. I'm gonna pull out my hammer. <laughs> yeah, it's one time. So, Steiner, you've got first move. Alright, so, uh, can I roll engineering to break one of these little dudes? You absolutely can. Hell yes. Eleven. I That's locate 11. a structural weakness, and I just get it with the sword, just and the little thing drops. Excellent. One down. Grant's gonna point his wand and cast ice. Hey, that's a ten. Hey, that's ten. I'm gonna force them where I want them, which is to say, like, the ice blast forces it further away from me, and is also, like, I guess glued to the ground, or, like, a or the wall, or something. Okay. What's the harm? These are minions, so they do have harm values. Yeah. Three total, because I'm doing the blast, so... I just want to point out the... Uh... On a miss, you do the worst thing possible to the gadget, which usually involves an explosion. (laughs) (laughs) Good thing that didn't happen then. Yeah. Uh, So you do knock it back and freeze it. However, it hucks its little firecracker bomb and it explodes in your face. And it doesn't hurt, but it it is stunning. You're going to be at a minus one ongoing for a little while. Okay. Roxanne? I want to wait for one of them to throw a bomb at me and hit it back with my hammer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I guess... I'm guessing this is going to be a kick some ass roll then. All right. So you're attempting to have it blow itself up on its own bomb. Yeah. Yeah. I'll roll to kick some ass. Roll for golf. I rolled a nine. Roll the nine. Very good. Trade blows. So it, you do knock the bomb back and it explodes it and you like knock off one of its arms and one of its ears. So you have busted it up a wee bit. However, another one who got up close to you as you were lining up this shot just wraps itself around one of your legs and it's heavier than it looks so you can't move super great at the moment I know how to handle this (laughs) you do know how to handle this however you have other people to take actions specifically the conductor Grant Mm mhm goes over to the one that you froze and he pulls out like a a borderline cartoon monkey wrench and he smacks it and it doesn't look quite so busted up. Ah, he's fixed Felix. It is still mangled, but it is not quite so mangled. Okay. And then... The other two NPCs, John stuffs his hands in the pockets of his coat and he seems to wiggle them around a little bit. And then a 
just sort of orb of light manifests in front of his face and then shoots out and blows off an arm and a leg of one of the clockwork goblins. And then Lei is looking at the fifth goblin like, are you, are you real right now? Is this real? Are you really doing this to me? And he points at it and a frankly overcompensatingly large bolt of lightning just arcs out of his hand and the thing basically ceases to exist. Okay. Steiner. All right. Well, Conductor Man got to go because he's healing those. Yeah. Is he, is, he, is he still next to the one? Yep. Okay. Uh, let's do two birds. I'm going to pull out the... Well, pull out and transform my arm into the particle accelerator because that has area and blast both of them. What's the tags on the particle accelerator? Uh, three harm, close, messy area, batteries. Ah, this guy is a ghost, so I'm just going to tell you right now. Conventional weapons are not going to work. At minimum, you're going to need a weapon with a magic tag. Okay. Which is a thing you can create with a roll. They use magic roll. Or I literally have a magic sword. Also, I... Your sword does have the magic tag. It's just, if you wanted the particle accelerator to be able to hit the conductor, then... No, if that's not even where... Alright, let's take... Let's try to get the conductor out of play as quickly as possible, then. Alright. So I will kick some ass on the conductor. That is a 14. I have a chance to kick some ass. Well, I mean, I said I want to take him out of play, so attack drives the enemy away in a route. Excellent. How much harm are we looking at here? Uh, three. Cool, cool, cool. So yeah, you cut into this ghost, and he obviously wasn't expecting to get cut into, because he, like, reels back and screams. And actually, that scream has something behind it. Steiner, you're taking one harm, ignore armor. Oof. Small. But as he examines this cut, he just winks out of the room. Grant. There are three attendant goblins remaining. Two of them are wounded. One of them is not. Alright. Um, so the one that's the one that I wounded is basically out because it's stuck to the wall for now, right? Its feet are stuck to the ground. And its bomb-throwing arm still works. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, I'll take aim and fire Actually, at that. Actually, all of them are wounded. I forgot that John hit one of them, but yeah. 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 So uh, I'll I'll try to finish off the other one real quick then. Or the Which one that one? I the, pro- the, the the one I the one I started on. Got it. Uh, that's a thirteen. I took advanced kick some ass. All right. I'm going to tell you that double damage would be a colossal waste. Yeah, I was going to choose Suffer No Harm. Excellent. So yeah, your shot blows this little duder up. And all of the other goblins are engaged. So you suffer no reprisals. Roxanne? 
Uh, so there's one currently clinging to my leg, right? Leg, right? Yep. Hmm. Well, see, I could just try and like transform into a snake, and then it wouldn't be grabbing me anymore. Uh huh. But instead, I'm going to grab it by the head and pull as hard as I can to see if either its head comes off or it comes off me. <laughs> right on. Give, Love it. give me a tough roll. This isn't necessarily going to be a kick some ass, but it is definitely a tough roll. An 11. It's an 11. All right. So I'm going to ask you, would you rather it loses its grip and the whole body comes off? Or would you rather the head comes off? I think it'd be really funny if I just pulled its head off. <laughs> All right. Just pop. You do so. Th this is a magical thing. So the head continues to like chatter at you and its little robo ears like flick agitatedly. But the body just goes completely limp. You have an angry mechanical goblin head in your hand. Hey, Steiner, you want this? <laughs> Maybe, actually. Can I put it in my airspace? <laughs> I'll allow it if you really want it. I do. Uh, Excellent. Save that for later. And the final goblin is taken out by another light shot. From John. Now the room is quiet except for all of your breathing and is littered with a bunch of attendant parts. Uh, Roxanne, or Chloe, out of character question. Does Roxanne have a magic weapon? Yeah. I mean, okay. well, I have two different holy weapons, I believe, and you could argue that life train is magical, but otherwise... No, magic is a specific tag. Magic is a specific tag, however, in Roxanne's case in particular, the tag holy has extraordinarily niche applications in this setting, so I am having it double up as a magic tag. Okay, fair. All right. Yeah, cats let me get away with that before, so I just made the assumption. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in either case, um, Steiner immediately starts gathering up some of the parts, and let's see here. Uh, no. goblin sword. <laughs> attempts to make a gun and it just blows up in his face. Oh, That's the first time no. I failed that. What's the, uh, what's the harm value on that explosion? One. Alright. Does it ignore armor? I mean, it would have to. Otherwise, it wouldn't count for anything. Well, I mean, not every character class, not every character has armor. It doesn't say anything. This gun is so unspeakably shitty. You are having a hard time even building it. Assembling it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it says you take a harm. So that that would yeah. mean, yeah, it'll, it'll go through armor. So yeah, it's... Something about the magic that these things are constructed with just doesn't quite gel with your sigils. And so you get a very negative feedback loop and a small explosion in your face. Whoa, uh, Stein, are you okay? 
That was unexpected. Something about the magic in these little things works differently. You mean you didn't mean to do that one? Well, I wanted to hurt something, just not me. Hmm. Light just kind of absently kicks at a small pile of scrap metal, and John walks up to the three of you and just sort of surveys it and says, So, okay. So this is a thing, I guess. Is this normal for monster hunting? I've never actually done this. I mean, normal in as much as nothing ever goes the way you expect it to, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. (sighs) Been on some weird ones. All right. It's not being chased through a forest by a monster with a siren for a head. (sighs) Yeah, that one sucked. Steiner continues to be extremely nonplussed with that one because he got to drop a tree on it. (laughs) Whatever, we're about to suplex a train, so... You have to do that first before you get to brag about it. So, John will sort of scratch at the back of his head and look around and point at the next door over and say, so, I guess we keep going? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably should. Unless you want to turn around. I mean, the people I'm looking for weren't back there. Yes. Assuming they still exist, they're going to be forward. Let us go. Uh, I take a moment and I patch myself up with first aid, actually. All right. So. I'll catch up with you in a moment. I'm just going to... Yeah, take your time, man. I don't think we're really going anywhere. How many cars were there on this train again? Eight. Eight. So I am back up to full. Thank you, 13. Eight plus the train, correct? Uh, eight counting the engine. Right. Eight. Train does not, the engine typically does not count as a car. Well, it is for my count. Well, All either right. way, we're a quarter of the way there. And we are going to do one more car tonight. Okay. So you will all... So the five of you step into the next car, and it appears to be some kind of dining car. There are eight tables, all of them set with food. And the food does not appear to be, like, actively rotting or anything. What do you do? What kind of food is it? People food? (laughs) We have a lovely chili and sea bass, and over here we have uh, fa... uh, fa gua? Fa... Foie gras. You're definitely saying that wrong, Colin. Foie grass. (laughs) (laughs) Horse (laughs) divorce. Here's your voice grass and your horse divorce, bone apple teeth. So aside from speaking French wrong on purpose <laughs> as a joke, <laughs> what does everybody do? The NPCs Again, are just kind of examining the food. Nobody in here. Nobody in here. I knock on the bathroom door. <laughs> there are two bathroom stalls. Nobody's inside of them. I mean, 
kind of want to investigate a mystery, see if there's anything being hidden in here. So I'm going to roll that. I'm going to roll those bones. Do the roll. I'm using my forward. Okay. What is being concealed here? All right. Well, I, I'm, I'm presuming you're popping open your third eye for this one. Yeah. All of the food around here is magical. And there's four different spells on the foods. By which I mean, like, one table has spell A, one table has spell B, one table has spell C, one table has spell D, and then there's another A, B, C, and D. All right. My bonus question, what magic is being done here? So now I get to identify which table does what, hopefully. The magic of cooking. You're you're not going to get that much. But you are going to get that these are definitely sort of status modifying spells. Positive or negative? Uh, both are happening here. Oh. Although you cannot tell which is which. Uh, can I? I'd like to have someone else do something since you just okay. made a roll and asked some questions. Yeah. So I presume that Grant communicates to the rest of the room that these meals are enchanted and some of them are good and some of them are bad, but he doesn't know which is which. Well, uh, how do you know that some of them are good and some of them are bad? Then? He just kind of knows what status modifying spells look like as a genre. He just can't <laughs> identify these ones in particular. Yeah. This, I Listen, I fucking went to school, and by that, I mean a strange man's antique shop for this. Okay. It's just stuff he recognizes from when we were doing that hunt with Morton. All right, well, um, I'm going to roll Doors of Perception, then. All right. Uh, which is basically, I'm using magic, and I have different options I can take, one of which is analyze a clue, allowing you to investigate a mystery in a way that you would not normally be able to. Uh-huh. Which I'm basically just trying to discern, okay, can I figure out which ones of which which of these are good and which are bad? It's a use magic roll with a different um, effect. Different set of questions. Yeah, it, it is straight up a use magic roll, but you get extra questions. So, that is a seven that you rolled, so tell me which additional effect you want. You said analyze a clue, right? Right. And then tell me which glitch you want. The specific test text is allowing you to investigate a mystery in a way that you would not normally be able to. Yes, and I'm assuming this yeah. other way is spell identification. But I would like to know which glitch you want before I start giving you answers. Hmm. I don't want to do short duration because that's boring. And I mean, this is it. Also, wouldn't be applicable. I would ask you to pick something else. Uh, I don't want to have weakened the effect because I really want to know which ones of these are helpful. It can draw immediate unwelcome attention. Yeah, that's the one I'm leaning towards. But I also kind of want to see where problematic a side effect is. I could also do a weakened effect that would get you some information, but not all. 
All right, yeah, let's just let's do the effect this weekend then. Okay. So I will. I'll give you this much. If you will look at the screen, you will notice that I have labeled the tables one through eight. So tables one and seven are good, but you in particular, Steiner, would not get any use out of them. Although the others might. All right, one and seven. Yep, one and seven are good, but you wouldn't get any use out of them. And tables three and six are bad. Okay. Well, then I will point the one and seven answers. As far as I can tell, those are beneficial. And then this one and that one are harmful. The others I can't get a good read on, though. Just make, like, a pull-out little post-it notes and just, like, mark them good, bad. <laughs> not a mimic, not a mimic, not a mimic. Oh, you need post-it notes? <laughs> I've got all sorts of post-it notes. <laughs> Front sides are all covered in a text that might give you a headache if you stare at it for too long, but the back sides are fine. Yeah, just fold them a little. Also, to be clear, one and seven are the same spell, and three and six are the same spell. I so figured that's, that's like, why you're giving us those two, or those yeah, pairs so that's in like particular. Spell A and spell B, C and D are still up in the air. I'm not feeling like these wouldn't be particularly useful for me, but they might help you for some. I don't know why, but I just get that sense. All right, I'll look at the food on table one and just eat some of it, I guess. All right. Grant Harrison, heal one harm. Hooray! Oh, well, it heals you. Ah. I'm good. What if we can take some with us then, or is it... It's probably one of those things where you can't take it out of the car, but... I mean, we can always try... Get a donkey bag, waiter. <laughs> Maybe don't call for the attendants or the conductor. Fair. Right. Roxanne, you're good. You don't want to risk it for a biscuit. Well, I mean, if one and seven are the same spell, I haven't taken any damage. I mean, you can still I... try to, like, analyze or figure out what the other tables do. I have a question. Uh-huh. Would you say magic has a smell to it? Uh, you know what? Only because this magic is on food, I will <laughs> say yes. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm, I want to turn into a snake and <laughs> smell the food. <laughs> All right. Yep, yep, this is just a thing she does, I say to the other two who aren't used to this. Uh, would you like me to roll something? Yeah. I believe you are investigating a mystery. I am investigating a mystery. Eleven. Eleven. Nice. Would you like me to ask, like, a specific question, or...? I mean, I guess the question would be, like, what is being concealed here? Yep. And the answer is, is that... Table number two is bad, and table number four is good. 
Alright, I'll try Summit Table 4. Alright. Steiner. You get... A plus one ongoing for the next car. Hey! Nice. This is yeah. actually quite nice. This is... This is goulash? Bosch? I think it's Bosch. So, Roxanne, you know that tape, either Table 5 or 8 also has the good boosty food on it. Uh-huh. Alright, well Table 5 is next to a table with good food on which means I'm gonna steer you clear of that right now I did not take any sort of fucking Sierra puzzle logic into this I just picked randomly <laughs> Well I could try and narrow it down or I could just try blindly and hope for the best Eat like snake. <laughs> Although, consume an entire turkey. Are there any like commonalities between like the food on like one and seven or six and I think it was three? You know what? You do have one more hold from that investigative mystery role. So, ask me again what you just asked. Is there anything in common between the ingredients on, like, tables that have matching effects, I guess, like one and seven and, what is it, six and three? I want to see if I can spot something that four has in common with another table. Okay, so let me think here. One and four and seven, I'll have the good china. (laughs) One, four, and seven all have hot foods. Two, three, and six all have cold foods. Uh huh. I mean, what do they call I guess it would follow then. A new hot eat. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> so then. I guess I'm going to eat from whichever table seems hot. Five has the hot food. (sighs) Well, gentlemen, bottoms up. Wait, can you eat? I forget. She can. She does it all the time. It's a little unclear whether it's necessary, but she can definitely do it. And in this case, it definitely has an effect because you also get the plus one ongoing for the next car. Hooray. I will tell you right now, now that you have successfully solved my dining car puzzle, that the bad foods were the opposite of the good foods. Ah. So instead of taking, or instead of healing one harm, you would take one harm. Instead of having a plus one ongoing, you would have a minus one ongoing. Hooray. Hooray. If you let your supper get cold. He will take one ongoing damage. Sorry, he'll take damage. So, John will, despite being unharmed from that last encounter, pick at the last plate of hot food. Lay just kind of looks at all of you like you're a bunch of fucking weirdos eating food from a ghost car. 
and he refuses to partake, which is good because only the bad foods were left. I will actually warn him. I'm like, I mean, there's only the bad stuff left anyway. We just like eat an entire table's worth of food. Just like, oh, that's probably just, like just a little bit left. I've left you a dinner roll. All right. And to wrap it up, after you all have finished eating and feel good about solving my puzzle, you all advance into the next car and you open it up and you take in the environment pretty quickly. It is a cargo car. There's boxes and bags and crates and barrels just sort of pushed against the wall. However, you stop taking that in very quickly because in the center of the car, there are five attendants and also a seven foot tall spiky iron golem whose left arm is massive and its left shoulder is a furnace and it looks at all of you and seems to square up. Ah. I told you all we should have had tickets. I said it. I am just... Sri has proven me right again and again. (laughs) So, I know that Grant leveled up and he got plus one weird. Yes. I don't think there were a whole lot of failed rolls here today, but... I am one away from leveling. So I didn't fail a single roll. Nice. I look forward for it being the opposite tomorrow or next week. Yeah, because uh, next week we are jumping straight into combat. Five attendants and the Stoker Knight versus the five of you. Get hype. I already have stupid plans. I can't wait for them. Hooray! Hooray! So, thank you for listening, folks at home. I hope you enjoyed this. I did say that starting off Act 4, we were going to have a bit of a weird one. And so we are. I've thrown my players onto a ghost train with puzzles. A literal dungeon crawl. And the dungeon (laughs) is a train. Yeah. So, thank you for joining us. I hope you will be here again next week for more ghost train nonsense. Have a good night. I can't believe we're on the dungeon train from Adventure Time. (laughs) I was going to say Infinity Train.